my God, I will call upon the name of the Lord. Thank God for his goodness and for giving us a name. The Bible says that there is no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved. It's not an option. It's not a, by chance. The Bible said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so uh, we're going to call upon the name of the Lord. You're going to call upon the name of the Lord. I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord. We want to encourage others to call upon the name of the Lord because uh, his word says his name is a strong tower and the righteous can run into it and be saved. Thank you for joining us this evening. It is the 19th day of November, 2020. And my, this year has gone. And, you know, and here we are uh, knocking on the door of another decade, if the Lord say the same. So glad you joined us today. This is, uh, you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML on a Thursday, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East. Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Uh, you're inside the pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson. And you know what? There's no better place to be than the word of God. And so I want to thank you for joining with us. Uh, some are getting up. Uh, they're starting their day. Uh, others are ending their day. And someone is in the middle of their day. And certainly that lines up with the word of God because the Bible tells us that two are going to be in the bed and one's going to be taking the other left. Two are going to be out in the field. One's going to be taking in the other left. You, you know, it, it, there's going to be different time zones at the time that the Lord should call his elect home. You know, our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday, Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. Now, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful bold the church we believe the best way the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of god and whatever we do in word or deed the, the bible tell us to to do it in the name of jesus so we believe that the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of god and we do that in jesus name um, um uh, let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer before we, we uh, go into the scripture this evening. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you for your goodness. We honor you for your presence. We honor you, Lord God, for each one that is listening. Lord God, those that will hear right now, those that will hear the, the message later, Lord God, I ask that you would bless them. Lord Jesus, you know the need of every individual. Lord God, nothing escapes your attention. Lord God, we thank you and we honor you, Lord. We pray and ask that you would bless in the home. Let there be peace in the home. Lord Jesus, you know that uh, the situation, Lord God, uh, globally, but you also know how to uh, bless your remnant. You know how to bless your people, Lord, and we thank you. We want to acknowledge you because you are aware of our presence in the midst of this. Lord God, and we know that you're able to save. We know that you're able to deliver. You change the hearts of men, Lord God. And so we pray and ask that you would bless. Touch, Lord God, leadership. Lord Jesus, touch those, oh Lord God, that are uh, that are uh, front, uh, first responders, oh Lord God. 
Lord Jesus, we just, we pray for those that are righteous, and we pray, Lord God, that you would make a difference in our neighbor, with our neighbors, our communities, Lord God. Lord Jesus, you said I would, no man would perish, Lord God, and so we thank you right now for, Lord, your word. We thank you, Lord God, because it is your word that saves us. It is your word that heals us. Lord, and most of all, we pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going into the, uh, the 12th chapter. We're going to finish up the 12th chapter of Acts uh, this evening. That is Acts 12, 20 through uh, verses 20 through 25. And if you recall, we're dealing with Herod, James, uh, and Peter, and the saints that was praying at the at Mary's house. Um, they continued steadfast in prayer. And so, you know, you recall James was put to death by Herod, and Herod saw that what he did pleased the Jews. It pleased those in the political society. It pleased those that were, uh, you know, that were, uh, some of them were just going along with it because it was Herod. And so uh, his plan was to uh, appease the people. And so the Bible says that he, um, he laid hands on Peter, and because the death of James, uh, uh, they got so excited about it. Why not? Let's go after Peter now. And they put Peter in jail, but the angel of the Lord came and released him. Uh, Peter was in uh, was asleep between two soldiers, and not only was he asleep between them, but he was chained to them. And there were other soldiers outside the door. And the Bible said the angel of the Lord came in, and it illuminated. He illuminated. The, the place he illuminated the presence and his presence was illuminating and you know uh, and Peter chains fell off uh, he was told to get up and put his clothes on and put his hurry up put your sandals on and he was led outside of the door and outside of the gate which opened up by itself and some would say you know that uh, it, the wind blew it open. It was a slight shaking or, you know, now look, the power of God is able to move and to do And You have to believe God is able to do all things. He's sovereign. And when God sends his word and sends a messenger, listen to this ministers, when God sends his word and you deliver it, it is filled with power to perform whatever God has said. He said his word would go out and it won't return unto him void, but it's going to accomplish everything that has been assigned to do. And so you have to believe that. You have to know that within your heart that it's going to accomplish. It's going to work. It's going to happen. And so when Peter got to the house where they were praying, he knew where to go. He got to the house where they were praying and Rhoda answered, went to the door when she heard it, heard someone at the door. And she, she was so excited. She ran back and told the people they thought she was crazy. But that girl's not crazy. She's not crazy. And so uh, they found out that it was Peter. He told them, gave them the testimony of God's deliverance. And then he left. He said, now go let uh, John know. Um, go, let, um, go let the other disciples know. And he didn't go with them. And he didn't stay there at the house. He went another way uh, because he didn't want to be caught again. You know, you got to be smart. When God deliver you, don't hang around. Don't stay, don't go and, you know, and hang where you can be caught again, but get away from it. And so uh, uh, here, uh, put the soldiers to death, you know, and he was really not happy because he was, his plan was to uh, display Peter on Easter day. 
they were having a pagan uh, holiday and um, and so uh, they were going to use Peter as the highlight. Uh, but now his plans had been spoiled. And so uh, Peter went and hid somewhere else uh, because God had still had work for him to do. It wasn't time yet. And so the 20th verse says, And Herod was highly displeased with them at Tyra and uh, at Tyra and uh, Sidon, and, but they came with one accord to him. And having made uh, Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace because their country would nourish by the king's country. And upon a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel, set upon his throne and made the oration unto them, made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout uh, saying, it is the voice of a God and not of men. And immediately, the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. But the word of the Lord grew and multiplied and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose surname is Mark. You know, I want to just take a, 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 a topic from this, and which you, you already may have seen, and certainly it's been in the movies, but uh, a legend in his own mind. You know, uh, a legend is uh, someone that's considered an extremely famous or notorious person, especially in a particular field, uh, you know, very well known. You know, many are legends in their right. Uh, they are accomplished, follow academic structure and follow the rules to get there, to get where they are. You know, they're, they're not shortcuts. Everything requires work. And uh, some pave the way for others to follow. Uh, and, you know, never in the process, they never stepped on anyone to achieve the goal. They, they were they were legends. They were something that someone you could look up to and not a, uh, and they were not ashamed. They were not ashamed to give God the glory. You know, this, that's a difference. Uh, you know, someone can be a legend. Someone can be famous. God is not against uh, uh, someone becoming noble. He's not against notoriety. He's not against that. But he's not going to give glory, you know, to someone else. Herod was uh, highly displeased with uh, those that were the cities that he was supporting, Tyre and, and Sidon. He was uh, extremely displeased with them. But they came together uh, to him and they made peace because they wanted to survive. The trade war, there was a trade war, there was economics uh, that was being impacted by Herod's actions. You know, one of the things that we have to remember is that the actions of our political leaders, king, uh, actions of the priests, action of the president, queen, uh, the, the 
the administrators, their staff, you know, uh, people in authority. It can have a great impact on us locally and globally. It will have an impact on our communities. And you have some uh, uh, leaders that are fair, but you have others that are not. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2, it says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, first, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of things be made for all men. Who all men? Who all men? But I don't like them, all men. But they said something, all men. I don't, I'm not with them. I'm not part of a political group. All men that thanksgiving, uh, giving thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That is a good prayer list, a good prayer list. If you didn't know what to pray about, now you do. But because the Bible tells us that, uh, first off, supplications, prayers, intercession, giving of thanks be made for all men. So now your prayer list is growing uh, for kings and all those that are in authority. And, and so, so that we can have a peaceable life. That, that's what you have to do. The Bible tells us to pray. And it tells us what to pray for and who to pray for. That is the responsibility that lies upon us to remember those that are in leadership roles, not just in our church, not just in the walls where we attend service, are those that we have met along the way, or you know, those that we side with because of their view or whatever. Listen, uh, the greatest persuasion that there should be is the word of God, not the king, not the priest, not the president, the word of God. I'm, I'm a minister. I'm a pastor. I, I have a calling on my life, but that calling, everything should line up with the word of God. You know, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So if I'm not following Christ, you don't have a responsibility to follow me. Uh, the, the, the key is that we're all should, all of us must and should be following Christ. And that's it. There is no deviation from that. No one is exempt uh, based upon their views, based upon their opinions or anything like that. The word of God says this is good. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, period. The 21st verse said, and, uh, and upon a set day, they had a schedule. Upon a set day, they had a press conference. Upon a set day. Uh, that here was arrayed in royal apparel, set upon his throne and made an oration unto them. You know, oration, a formal speech, especially one that's given on a ceremonial occasion. And in this instance, it was Easter. It was Easter, you know, a, a holiday was that was established long before Christ. And so uh, a formal speech was given on that day. And now Luke, who is the author? This is a book of Acts is the uh, second epistle of Luke. And he's writing to Theophilus and uh, he doesn't provide any parts of the speech. Neither does the historian uh, Josephus. Uh, so they don't talk about the speech, what he said, or they don't even cover any parts of that. 
uh, one can only imagine that it was similar to the head of the, you know, State of the Union address, uh, head of the country, you know, addressing a nation. You know, it was a, a speech uh, that he gave, maybe he gave it annually. I don't know. One thing for sure is that he had already, he had great plans and that was to present Peter on that day and that didn't occur. And so uh, it was demonstrative, you know, when he, because the scripture said that he was, uh, that that day had been set and he was arrayed in his royal apparel and set up on his throne. And so it was a demonstrative uh, moment as he was in full attire, arrayed in his apparel and on his throne. One writer said that uh, that his robe, his robe was a silver and um, and that it was such brilliance that it reflected the sun. Now, I don't I didn't see that in the scripture. You know, excuse me, I'm someone else might have read that, but. Uh, but that's what one uh, commentator had said, and you have to watch out for uh, the commentators and different things as you read the word of God and as you view what they say, because some of them are not saved. Some of them are basing their opinion off of carnality rather than what the word of God says. And then some are right on point. And so just saying that use caution, you know, when you're, when you're reading the word of God, that you don't add to it and that you don't take away from it but get out of it what God is saying. And so the Bible said, and the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of a God and not man. He's a God. He's God. Look, listen to him. He's God and not a man. Whatever Herod said, <laughs> the people as one voice shouted out. They were thrilled about whatever he was saying and they uh, reacted loud enough that, that what they were saying was done with such uh, compassion. What they were saying was done with such emotion. What they were saying was done with such influence that it, it reached, it got God's attention. And not only did they get God, it, it, it God, did they have God's attention, but they also received a reaction. It was a reaction. And so it, it is the uh, it is the voice of God and not of man was their response. Now, Herod, remember, he had killed James and, and threw Peter in jail and uh, would have presented him on the, as a special treat to the people on this day. However, none of that happened. And now he's arrayed. That's permissible. You know, there's nothing wrong with him uh, dressing up in his attire. He's king. And, you know, God respects that. God respect the position. You could uh, you could be a bad king. You could be a good king. God respects the office as well, and he that's why the scripture tells us to pray for those that are in power and authority. And so, and uh, he, he was arrayed, and uh, and his speech was uh, dynamic, you know, and uh, uh, the people gave him accolades, and he responded, and 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 sponged up. He was like a sponge. He sponged every bit of it as they exalted him. Why didn't he give God any recognition? That's where we mess up when we don't recognize that when someone gives us any accolades, we should get at the God. Ministers, when someone say that you did well, the message blessed their soul, we need to... Keep that moving right on to God. Don't feel like I've arrived. Don't feel like, hey, 
you know, yeah, I, yeah they used to have a, a saying way back, you know, that I, I heard someone mention not too long ago, saying that he rocked Daniel. Look, look, we didn't rock Daniel. God, it's all about what God does. If a soul is saved, it's what a God has done. God used you. He used you in his service. You allowed the spirit of the Lord to use you. You allowed the gift. Uh, he laid captivity captive. Uh, in book of Ephesians, he laid captivity captive. He gave gifts unto men uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying till we all come into the statue of the man Christ Jesus. Uh, that's a gift. And that gift belongs to God. And that gift, you allow the gift to work and operate at the appointed time. And someone was blessed. That glory belongs to God. Let God give you accolades. Give that glory to God. Don't take away the moment. Give God the glory. You know, as you usher that, if you give people that understanding, they will appreciate you for appreciating God who you've been, who we're pointing them to. And you continue to give God the glory. Why, Herod, why didn't he give God any recognition? Herod took every bit of it to himself. He felt that he was great. He was absorbing it. You know, and we have to be careful not to do that, not to do that. So many have done that, you know, and, and uh, you know, and it's sad, uh, but but we know better. We know better. We can look at Herod and, and learn a value, a great lesson, you know. And so here's a few things that that Herod, this is a mindset that, you know, you have to be careful. The Bible said knowledge puffs up. So we have to be careful. We have to be very careful. God loves us and he's given us all of these. Uh, let us let it be made known in his word, how he feels and how he thinks and, you know, what impacts him. And, you know, and we're going to impact. We're going to impress God. We're going to impress him with our obedience unto his word. And, and, you know, and maybe we didn't know something. But when we come to the knowledge of it, the Bible said, when you come to the light, walk in it. Herod felt. He had arrived. Herod felt he was priceless. Herod felt that he was smarter than anyone else. Herod felt that he was beyond good, that he's great. Herod felt that money, you know what? Money, I don't even need the money. I have enough. But, uh, you know, but who really needs it anyway when you have me? That was Herod's mindset because he felt he was in control of it all. None of us are in control of it all. The thing that we're supposed to control is our lives. The thing that we're supposed to control is our actions. The thing that we're supposed to control is our response unto God's word that we yield ourselves to obedience. You know, uh, that's what we have control over. Herod felt, I deserve it. Uh, I deserve it. Bring it. You bring it because I deserve it. Herod felt that you'll never find someone better than me. I'm the best. Now, look, uh, the young man went to Jesus and said, good master. Look, good master. God is good. He's good. He's the best. He's the best. And that's what, who we want to recognize and give the glory to.
Herod. I don't need to follow the rules because I make the rules as I go. And so the Bible said immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory. And he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. Now, Luke and some historians uh, don't say much about his suffering, but uh, it says enough that he was eaten up by worms. And no one knows the type of worms. No one knows the, you know, has put a label on the condition of what uh, he was suffering from. Uh, one uh, reporting said that uh, it lasted five days. And, you know, that's a long time to be, uh, be consumed by any sickness or anything, you know, of what he was suffering, what he was dealing with, you know, all because he did not give God glory. Have you forgotten to give him glory today? Have you forgotten to give him praise? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 15 through 22, it, see that none, it says, see that none render evil for evil unto any man. We need to make sure that we're not uh, looking at someone and rendering evil unto them. You know, maybe they did something that was offensive, but we don't have to, you know, reciprocate that. We don't have to do it. We don't have to. You know, get out your emotion, get out of yourself, get out of your flesh. You know, that takes practice, but do it. Keep practicing. You, you know, practice, what they say, practice make perfect. We become better as we practice. And so we're going to keep practicing crucifying the flesh. And so uh, don't render evil unto any man, but uh, ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. That's what I wanted. In everything, give thanks. In everything, we're going to do what? Give thanks. Why? Because all things are working to our good. We just talked about that uh, just a, a day or so ago. All things are working to our good, no matter what happens. You know, uh, Israel found themselves in a situation where they was being chastened by the Lord, their enemy turn was out to get them. Uh, and God, everything was working for their good to bring them back into alignment with God's word. And then God shifted his, his, uh, his focus onto the enemy. And, you know, that was working for Israel's good. All things are going to work for our good. On everything, give thanks. And we may not understand it. You're not going to understand everything all the time. None of us do. But, we can give thanks unto the Lord because the Bible says give in all things and everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, concerning you and I, concerning everyone, that we follow these instructions. It says, quench not the spirit, despise not prophesy, prove all things, hold fast that which is good and abstain from all appearances of evil. If it looks bad, don't do it. If you know someone can get the wrong ideal, don't do it. Abstain from all appearances of evil. Just wanted that to resonate for a moment. All appearances. We know what looks bad. We know what looks evil. We know when it's right and we know when it's wrong. You know, most of majority of the time we know because we uh, we travel in that same circle. You know, there's some things we just know. And so we need to uh, hold fast to that which is good. 
and and leave those things that appear to be um, that are have the appearance of evil. Stay away from it so no one is misled, so no one is misunderstand, and we find ourselves uh, trying to explain it away. No, let's just stay away from it. The 24th verse says, but the word of God grew and multiplied. Allow the word of God to grow in you and not just grow in you, but also to bless someone else. Allow the word of God to bless you and to bless someone else. Let it be an overflowing of the word of God, you know, so that it bless when, let somebody see you smiling. And I, I know that's... <laughs> We're, we're, you know, in California, we're, um, we're going through the whole shutdown, stay at home, uh, put on a mask, you know, um, and, you know, along with so many other places. But what I've noticed is uh, you can look someone right in the eye and you can communicate. You can communicate. We can still say hello to someone. We can still say, God bless you. Let the word of God grow in you and multiply. You know, if you bless someone else, they may bless someone else. They may bless someone else. And we don't know who they has just been made. It may have been yours. And, and so uh, the word of God grew and multiplied. The word of God spread. And that's what the Lord wants. He wants his word to spread. And he wants the unadulterated truth to go forth. He wants his compassion to go forth. He wants his joy to go forth. He wants his word to, to spread out, you know, and it will prosper. The word of God will prosper. The Bible says in the 25th verse, and Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry. When they fulfilled their ministry, they went and with them, John, and whose surname is Mark. They went home and they gave a report uh, to everybody of how the Lord had blessed, what the Lord had done. You know, and that's, that's most important. We want to talk about what the Lord has done. We want to let others know that the Lord is blessed and that he is moving by his spirit, moving in the land because he is he is. The media might say one thing, but that doesn't change the word of God. You know, people might uh, feel a certain way because no one has told them that God is still on the throne. God is still working. He, everything that happens is he knows, he knows. And it, you pretty much can find everything in the word of God. If you look, if you listen to, to what the, the minister that has been in the word is saying, if you look, listen, as you pray, you know, as you pray about it, God will reveal and let you know, you know, and when we see those things that are happening that are, uh, that we see in the word of God, uh, we, we know that it has, uh, he hasn't lost focus on anything. And so neither should we, uh, we have to pay attention and we have to be watchful. The Bible said, watch and pray and there's a reason that you want to watch and pray and we're not going to get into that this evening you know but but you want to watch and you want to pray watch and pray and uh you know he was Herod was a legend in his own mind and he had a short you know didn't last too long 
because he refused to give God the glory. Aren't you glad to give him glory, to give him praise? That makes a difference. The Bible said a tree, as a tree falls, that's how it lays. So no matter what comes our way, we're going to do what? We're going to give God praise. We're going to give him glory. We're going to continue to magnify him and to lift him up. He said, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, you know, if Herod would have gave God, just magnify him. I, You know, the scripture doesn't say that the Lord, uh, the angel of the Lord smote him because he uh, took James out. It doesn't say that he smote him because he arrested Peter. He said it smote him because he did not give God the glory. The scripture is very plain on that. We know that tribulation and things are going to come. Uh, the Bible told, he told the disciples that these things are going to happen, you know, and so uh, it doesn't mean that they're running around looking for it, but the word of God continued to spread in spite of, in spite of, you know, when John had told, uh, told the king that it's not lawful, it's not cool for you to be sleeping with your wife, man, uh, your, um, your brother's wife. And she had her daughter go in and dance. And that was some dance that she did that persuaded the king. And he said, I'll give you whatever he made in front of his guests. I'll give you whatever. And she wanted the head of John. John had fulfilled his ministry. He did. And he was giving God glory. There were some things John didn't understand, but he did not bend from away from the word of God. Neither should we, no matter what, no matter what comes our way. Let's be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you for again for your grace and for this time of exhortation that you have given us, Lord. Lord, this moment, Lord Jesus, just to talk a little bit about your word. Lord, and we just pray in that again and ask that you would remember the listeners, remember those, oh Lord God, that have blessed us. Lord God, and bless, help us to be a blessing to others, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we'll continue to lift you up and exalt you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've been blessed by the message, please share the link with someone else. You know, spread the word of God. Uh, we can be found on multiple uh, uh, medias. And so if they just type in SML, it'll bring us up. Uh, let them know it's Sunday morning live Cornerstone Apostolic Church. You know, let them know or send them a link uh, to help them out. You know, I want you to know that the songs featured on uh, respectively the property of the songs and uh, artists and their producers. Again, this is Pastor Carl Henderson at Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street, Ramona, California. You know, I hope to see you soon. If not, to see you. If I don't see you here, I hope to see you there. You know, until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Listen, let me say this before I go. If you if if you don't have a church home, you know, if you're in the Southern California, we have room for you. If you have not been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sin, uh, you know, you want your sins remitted, you want your sins blotted out, um, and, and your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. And so with that being said, think about it in the word of God. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed. I'm praying for you. Hold me up in prayer as well. God bless you.